Hi, welcome to the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel and today we're talking about five ways to lose weight and not your freedom. So losing weight isn't easy. It does suck sometimes, but today I'm definitely going to be giving you five tips that will make the whole losing weight process easier for you. But one thing, you do have to do the work and you can't go back to your old habits just because it's easy. Just because something might be easier in your mind doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get you there faster or healthier. So let's get into tip one. Tip number one is swap the packaged foods for whole foods. Do you actually read what's in the food you eat? Is it actually satisfying when you eat them? Do you feel bloated after you eat packaged foods? The problem I have with packaged foods is that the nutritional values are misleading. The five-star ratings are misleading and you can't really see what they put in this given packaged food. So my whole take on packaged food is if I can't exactly see what's in it and unless they've explicitly said it's just tomato, onion, basil or it's, I don't know, um, macadamias, oats and dark chocolate, (laughs) whatever, cacao, 100%. Unless it doesn't, if it says that, then I'll believe it because there's three ingredients. But if the ingredient list is huge and I can't read words and there's numbers and I see preservative one, two, three or um, artificial flavoring or natural onion flavor or natural, um, uh, oh my God, raspberry flavor, I am not going to buy that because in my opinion, I don't know exactly what natural flavoring that is. Does that also have gluten in it? Does that also contain some dairy? Does it have some soy? I don't really want to eat that. I'd rather just have the raspberry and get some macadamias myself and do whatever I want to do with it. So my opinion is why not just cook it? If you can't cook, look on YouTube. There's heaps of videos on how to make everything and anything you'd ever want or ever dream of. Don't be lazy. Go out there and do some research. If you don't want to cook, well, here's the exception. Find a meal prep company that offers a service where there's the least amount of artificial flavorings and preservatives possible. Because that way you actually have control over what is in that meal and you're able to see completely what's in there. It's just broccoli, chicken or rice and you can add your flavorings. Maybe they have flavorings on them, but maybe you can also see what the ingredient list is. If the ingredients are onions, tomato mashed like together, like um, blitzed to make like a salsa, then that's delicious and that's additive free. But if they had to add an additive in there, like anti-caking agent or humectant or something else on the back of the package although you might not be thinking that's completely bad I would think I'd rather have the tomato and the onion make a salsa myself and that way I'm not going to actually have the humectant or the anti-caking agent anyway so you know if you don't want to cook I think find a meal prep company just make sure it's artificial free Um, You can create the plate you want by having whole foods like steak, potatoes, organic butter and salad or chicken thighs, brown rice and broccolini. Like that just sounds delicious. And whole foods are going to make you feel a lot better. Like packaged foods limit your cooking experience and also your body composition progress because you don't really understand what's in the packaged foods already. And if it's already making you feel bloated and these packaged foods make you feel funny or slow and sluggish, then stop eating them, make the switch, go to whole foods and start having um, the food as it is, just the whole the whole product. Don't eat the packaged food because it's easier. It's just going to take a whole lot longer for you to change. Tip number two is don't snack, have meals. So I have a question for you. What's the difference between a cow and a lion? cows graze all day and lions hunt eat their meal and then go about doing whatever lions do do you want to be the cow or the lion 
<laughs> Snacking leads to more hunger and overconsuming hidden empty or hidden calories, which only leads to weight gain. So by being a cow and snacking all day, you are just eating constantly, constantly eating because nothing is is satisfying that bottomless pit of hunger. It's mindless eating. So you're not in tune with your body. And this is actually going to be problematic for you if you were to do intuitively eating because you don't know actually what your body's telling you. You don't know if you're hungry. You don't know if you're full. You don't know if you're bloated because you just drank a whole lot of water. You're actually unsure about all these things. So snacking, if you're a snacker and you snack a lot, you are mindless eating and intuitively eating is probably not going to be the best thing for you right now. Be like a lion. Eat your meal, sit down, relax, and then go about doing your day. Go and do the rest of your stuff. You don't need to be snacking all day and feeling hungry and you're never satisfied. You know, you need, need another snack to hit that sugar craving or, or that crash. Um, you need something to pick you up again. You also, FYI, might be dehydrated. So your body might be telling you, I just need something to um, pull water out of. So drink, drink some water. Also, don't rush eat. Eat in peace because if you eat in peace, your parasympathetic nervous system is at work. That is your rest and digest system. And you are most likely going to absorb and assimilate those nutrients um, a lot easier. So tip number three is eat protein in every single meal. Protein. Oh, I did it again. I've said this. I've had to record this, guys. I'm not going to delete this. I've had to say protein. Oh, my God. (laughs) Protein. Ah, Protein is satiating. I've had to cut that line like six times because I keep saying protein. Protein is satiating. Therefore, it leaves you feeling fuller for longer. So have a protein portion, something with your meal always um, and actually eat it. Don't just drink it because, again, it's just going to go right through you. The sphincter is just going to go whoop and you're going to get hungry again. Um You're also receiving vital amino acids, which will help your muscles and bones, skin and blood build and repair. It also helps with hormones and enzyme production and regulation. um, And as well as we age, maintaining muscle mass and strength. So this is quite important. Um, Personally, I would aim for about 1.8 to 2 kilos per body weight for protein. So that is my recommendation. If you are counting your macros, you can figure that one out nicely. Um, tip number four is aim for 10,000 steps a day. Movement is healthy. Sedentary lifestyle stagnates life. Movement is productive and improves mood. By moving around, you're simply allowing yourself space to move away from your desk, phone, or annoying or frustrating conversations or thoughts. So you like you know when you wake up in the morning and some people look at their phone straight away, and I used to do this all the time, and I used to go up on my day really unproductive. I used to feel really bad about the rest of my day or just I just I was a bit more sluggish um when I wake up and I don't look at my phone I do other things before I check notifications and stuff I feel so much better so by getting up going about your day doing the things that you need to do you're attacking the day already you're not being you're not stuck in you know the social media already like everybody else's thoughts and news outlet is always projecting on you so So all this bad energy from the internet and the news and the radio is just projecting all this negativity on you and you don't need any of that. You don't need to feel like the world's against you or, you know, things are happening that you don't have control of. You have control of the way you feel and what you actually allow in your lifestyle. And so this, even though we're talking about 10,000 steps right now, one of the things that people get sucked into is sitting on their desk or on their phone and just scrolling through stuff because you're too lazy or you're don't want to get up because you're happily absorbed into this negative energy and you are easily 
you're a consumer. You are easily consuming all this stuff because it's so addictive to just keep scrolling. The internet is endless. To me, 10,000 Steps is just an aim for you to get away from your desk, your phone, or random and annoying conversations or thoughts or feelings, and have some space for you to do something actively and feel better. Because even though like 10,000 steps might not be achievable for everyone, because if you're already only getting 1,000 steps, then maybe you can aim for something smaller, like 3,000 or 6,000 steps and work your way up slowly, slowly, slowly as the weeks go on to 10,000 and, you know, eventually get to 10,000 and proactively be doing that all the time. But if you are, you know, kind of in the middle and you're doing something, but you kind of feel like you're not doing enough, do some movement. Because I tell you right now, like moving around more and getting outside is and being with nature is very grounding, which I said in my first episode. But it also gives you the ability to think and it's freedom. It's like a brain stretch. You're allowing your mind to just flow and do what it needs to do. And I really think being outside does that for me. So I, you know, I'm not sure if that does it for you, but it definitely opens up lots of doors for my creativity and my ideas and, um, you know, conversations, you know, when you look back on conversations and you're like, I should have said that, or I wish I said this, or maybe I shouldn't have said that to like in that way. Um, it gives me that space to kind of reflect almost as well. So I'd highly encourage you to be moving around more and doing those 10,000 steps outside. Um, you know, not on a treadmill, maybe you're watching TV for, you know, an hour, maybe do half an hour outside and half an hour on the treadmill if that's what you can do, because it's going to give you that ability to think and observe and reflect. So yeah, I highly encourage you to do that. Tip number five is make sleep a priority. Now you need to be aiming for about seven to nine hours per night of sleep. Anything less less than this leads to a whole lot of dot points, which I'm just going to read out for you. So number one, it decreases your life expectancy. So the less you sleep, the less you're going to live. Um, it also leads to decreased life quality. And this is because you have a lack of energy, low mood, probably low sex drive, inability to train hard and recover fast, inability to focus, and you've got an increase of stress. So these two things that we want, we want an increase of life expectancy and we want an increase of life quality. You're inhibiting all that. You're preventing all this good and happy and free flowing things in our body that's natural from happening because you aren't sleeping. Now, if you struggle to sleep, there are other issues happening. You struggle to fall asleep or perhaps stay asleep there. Like I just said, there are other issues at work as well. So we need to look at the liver, we need to look at the quality of food um, and also need to look at your stress and potentially your movement as well. Um, I know if I don't move a lot, like let's just say I did a thousand steps throughout the whole day, um, literally going up and down for food and I ate just packaged foods, I would probably have the worst sleep. Uh, I'd also have very, very low and sad um, depressive moods the next day. Like my functioning wouldn't be good. My gym performance would be terrible. So we need to look at not just sleep as one thing, but the ability for your body to function also relies on these other factors like your meals and also your movement, which is why I spoke about those first. So please don't disregard. You can't just do one tip and not the others. You do need to combine all of these to make it flow and work for you. The other thing that I want to say with sleep is screen time could be affecting your sleep quality as well. So I would highly recommend to put blue light blocking filters on everything after 4 p.m. If you are close to screens or buy some blue light blocking glasses if you really cannot put your phone down or stop watching TV. For those of you who are um, able to stop watching TV, turn it off and put phones away an hour before bed, then I would highly recommend doing this. And by all means, read before you go to sleep or journal entry at the end of the day. Um, 
to slow your mind down and unwind. I felt like I think there was a time maybe in uni or in high school where I had to write my thoughts at one stage before I went to bed because I was so I was thinking about too many things. Like I think at that time I was thinking about getting my driver's test, doing passing the test. Then I had like sacks and exams to do from school. And it was just like very very stressful period of time but it allowed me to sleep better because I had all the things that I had to do ready for the next day by my side you know just left a pen and paper and a little like notepad nothing fancy and in the morning you know sometimes I'd look at it and be like oh yeah I know what to do I know I'm going to do that it's just sometimes unwinding can be really hard especially if you have blue light because your body still thinks you're awake your body still thinks that it's normal for you to be awake at this time when it's not so I'd highly recommend to turn off technology an hour before bed. Maybe more depends on your situation, how bright it is and how much blue light is coming out from your computers or your TVs. I think dieting for females is particularly hard. And overall, I think a lot of women don't want to feel restricted or unhappy and they really are triggered by low moods and they don't want to have that feeling. They don't want to feel like lower than they already do for some females out there and maybe you already feel low so I think dieting is not something that you just go out and do you do need to seek help and you do need to invest your money and your time into someone who's going to educate you properly especially if you don't know what you're doing or you're stagnating and if you are stagnating like reach out talk to me hit me up let me know what I can help with because you are only letting yourself down by waiting another six months, waiting another year, waiting 10 more years to change your lifestyle, change your mindset, change the way alcohol, chocolate, or the, the chips in the fridge, or the, for the fridge, do you keep chips in the fridge? <laughs> the way the chips in the, in the pantry are, are triggering you, like, you need to be able to make executive decisions and decisive be and be decisive. If you can have if you can be decisive with the things that you want, it's going to make your life so much easier. And I know this isn't really a lifestyle chat podcast today, but I do want to end it here. The more executive decisions you can make, the easier it is going to be for you because you're going to have control. And I know a lot of people get a little bit up in the air about the word control, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. If you want to see results and you want to change your life, you need to take the reins. You need to be the controller. You need to take your power back and be able to do the things that's necessary in order to get to where you want. Because within that, there's a learning experience. There's the ability to understand whether you like that process or you didn't like that process, what was working and what didn't work. You will learn and being able to learn from something that you liked or did perhaps did not like, you will succeed. There is no doubt. There is no such thing as failure because failure is all in your mind. You will succeed because you will learn. By learning, you are also building your lifestyle and developing as a human. And I think that's the most important thing, being able to develop as a human. So please take this on and do all the tips. Don't just do one because they work in sync. They work all together. Um, If you like this podcast, please let me know. And you can find me at The Female Health Show on Instagram. Or perhaps you want to follow me on my personal and business page at Raquel Fit PT, and you can email me or DM me there as well. Any questions that you might have, I will be back on here very soon. And I hope you found this podcast helpful. And if you did, let me know. Let me know what you liked. Let me know um, if you have any thoughts, or if you'd like me to record a podcast in relation to something that's related to you or that you want to personally hear. Definitely let me know as well. All right, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Bye.